Yo, um, hey guys, um, hey everyone, guess who's back, 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 back again, 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 Obi's back, 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 back again, 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 um, so yeah, if you have joined me in one of these, in the previous episodes, which I have not recorded in a while, um, you know, yeah, Life has been life in man. Life has been life in. It's been it's been very interesting, you know, seeing how the last couple of of months have gone by for me and the people around me. I'm just like being immersed in that experience. The last episode I recorded was in July. Like that's that's about six months ago. You know, the last six months. It, it sounds very interesting to say that because. Um, it doesn't feel like six months to me. It feels like yesterday or last week, to be honest. I was talking to Tanaka, who was with me on the last episode today. And I was like, yo, do you want to record this this episode? And the way I sounded was like, oh, we're just doing the next episode. But, you know, it's been six months. Um, and I'm going to do this one alone because Tanaka thought that dumplings were better than doing a podcast episode with me. <laughs> Don't mind me. Um, she had plans and I, I just sprung this up. But... I'm, I'm really trying to be more consistent with these podcast episodes because like I feel like um, over the last six months I've got I've gotten a lot of review from like reviews from um, my friends and you know people that randomly that just stumble upon this podcast and they say you know yay I really enjoy the things that you talk about and how you talk about them and I was like yeah cool um, I mean I do this more for me than you but you know let's 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 do this right if you like it then cool um, share with your friends and stuff, you know. Um, it's called Wider Conversations. Um, this would, like, turn into something different, like, next year with the plans that I have for it. Inshallah, I'm able to, um, you know, go on with those plans. But, yeah. Usually, I would just get right into it and just, like, chat with no, you know, no um, format or anything. But today, I've chosen to choose... I've chosen to choose. Imagine that. I've chosen to go with a different approach of um, recording in the sense that because of the things that I want to talk about in this episode, is, is, is there are things that have bothered me for a while, right? This is like, so I've stayed away from recording this episode for the last six months because I wanted to do this from a place of comfort. Like I wanted to do it from a place of like peace and no longer like anger. You know, like, if you act in anger, then you end up, like, just being, you know, you might regret it later. And right now, I try to, I try to not do that. I try to, you know, I try to um, be more conscious about how I am thinking about, about things and perspective and taking myself away from the situation and removing, like, you know, how I felt about it to, like, how the facts are. And, you know, this is what you get in this episode. And because of that, I have gone ahead and named the episode before, you know, the the day. Because obviously, like I said, I've been thinking about this for six months. And what I'm going to name this episode is literally... Don't mind me, no dramatics, but it's, it's called um, Give It to the Water. And if you know this, you know, you know the vibe in this ep- in this, on this podcast... We um one sec. <coughs> Excuse me. We um do the 
do the episodes based on like the vibe, right? Because like that's like the part of that beat, right? What the Kendrick Lamar? The vibe is about that beat. But yeah, um, this this episode is called "Give It to the Water." It's as a result of like me listening to like waiting for Stormzy's "This Is What You Mean" album, and listening to the the tracks on that album, I can tell a lot of like letting go, a lot of like you know giving out the things that you've held to your hearts, like just choosing peace and choosing like progress. There's this ongoing joke with me and my friends. I um I tell them that like you know I'm a man of peace. And they laugh because like you know I, I try to be peaceful in the things that I do. However like somehow conflict just finds you. Like does does anyone ever feel that way? You know like you try to just walk in peace but like conflict finds you and conflict is not really a bad thing. I'm gonna talk about this some more but let me let me play you give it to the water just a, a bit of it so that you can Get into the vibe of what's happening today. That's it. That's what that's what we're doing. We're letting go, giving it to the water. And I li- I listen to like the behind the scenes or like the bits of where Stormzy's explaining what this song means. And he's like, you know, he was on a I forget where he was, but he was on this retreat kind of thing. And the person I think it was in Jamaica in Kingston. And they were like, you know, you know, this is the bit where you like give your hopes, your dreams, give your pain, everything to the water, and let it just take it away with you. Like let, let it take it away from you and like take it and spread it and you know re- release that thing the the wishes that you have release it into the world the, the plans that you have release it the, the pain just let it go and let it let it you know let the water like connect us all and you know do the thing that it does best so on that note like just think having that in mind and like giving stuff to the water like welcome to my 2020 review i guess that's like part of what this is but not the main thing um a lot of like this year has been for me it's about like letting go you know like letting go is something that it's you know people tell you ah, allow that or let it go i don't watch that it's not really as easy as it sounds like it's not easy because you know you, the mind like plays these things again and again and you're listening to yourself maybe it's like 2 a.m if you're like me you're looking outside at 2 a.m i don't know why i look outside at 2 a.m don't ask me but i'm just there you know looking at the darkness and the light and the contrast and everything and i'm like ah i should have said this or ah i shouldn't have done that you know or ah i should probably have done better so there's a lot of like things that go on with the concept of letting go but before we speak about all the all the you know deep stuff let me tell you what i've been up to so um this year has been long but 
it's funny because even in the darkest times like when shit, things are going to like shit and everything is disappearing and disappearing in the horizon you kind of find out that there are a lot of like things in your in your um in your life that that kind of align at some point like for example i bought my film camera about a year ago and i've been taking it around with me taking pictures doing some stuff and you know just like showcasing right um i spent a lot of money because <laughs> film photography is a like it's a really expensive hobby i won't lie buying film buying nice lenses you know i got a point and shoot recently and a medium format camera on the same day hey my bank account heard it but you know it's something that feeds your soul like just it's, it's more for my soul than anything else um i also started like leaning towards like my my creative side like doing film um writing some scripts that you know i plan to use next year putting some ideas down in notion ah ps i didn't ever see the people that didn't tell me that this notion app is is so fire right like because hmm. i use it i use it now and i document and i you know journal and all of that and i get to why i journal these days but um yeah i've been i've been doing some photography i've been doing some open mics i spent a lot of time at jordan's this year by apples and snakes um you know yomisha day is there every month was there every month helping people like come on stage you know do like open mics and stuff and i went on stage like three times like randomly and did my did my open mics and you know shared some poems that i wrote a while ago some new poems some poems that i've never really shared you know and from there you know you start to you start to lean into the thing that 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 makes your soul feel alive and that's like something that i think everyone should lean into like while in this race of life and learning to grow and you know do the things that you're supposed to do to pay your rent or like you know do the things you're supposed to do to advance in life also try to find the things that feed your soul because that's like the most important things um and i le i leaned more into these things that feed my soul like when life was going to shift for me and i'm not going to get into the details of like what what happened and all of that but the thing is leaning more into these things helped me a lot and then there's this other important thing name change <laughs> so um the concept of a name right it's like i i i have this poem about it like the the concept of a name i need to find it look at me recording i didn't even find it i didn't find the 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 poem yes it's called in realization of my own skin the sound of your own name and it's a very short poem um it's like two two sentences <clears throat> some days you will hear your own name and ask if it was yours you will wonder what council meeting was set up to decide what your nameless soul should bear? And that's the end. The reason is, it's so short is, everyone calls me Obina, right? Like everyone has known me because I introduced myself to them as Obina. It's like, Obina, my name is Obina Ekuno. That's the end. But the thing that people don't ever ask is like, what's your middle name, right? And if anyone, the one person that asked me that, I was like, Obina is my middle name. And they're like, what's your first name? Like, what's your actual name? Like, you know, your first name, you know, the way you're switching on your passport. I'm like, you wanna know my government name? Damn, you you the fit? 
but that's not what I said. I was like, um, um, my first name is Oseloka, right? And they were like, yo, that's a very unique name. Why don't you like go by that name? And then, you know, the thing is that with questions and people asking you these questions, and I'm like, damn, that's true. Why don't I go by that name? And I thought about it. And then, you know, I, th- I really did think about it for a while. And then I realized that like, the reason I don't go by that, my name is because I have a, like, it's my dad's name. I'm, I'm Junior. I'm those guys, you know, those guys just say Junior. Um, and the reason I don't, go by that name is because I have a very weird relationship with my dad and you know trying to step out of that shadow and you know this is a whole thing like it's a whole episode this is a different episode but because of that the kind of um, relationship I have with my dad just and people calling me junior just just didn't sit well with me and this is something I did subconsciously as a child I didn't even realize I did it so because I hated being called junior I just told people call me Obina right and that's that's good and everyone just started calling me Obina and I just went with it like even the way I would write my name in school or how I would write it my mom kind of just left me so I called my mom I was like yo what's my actual first name and she said Oseluka and I'm like damn legit that's crazy and you know the thing is that like people like to shorten names like people don't care about you like people call me Obi and you know that kind of thing um, my girl calls me Obi you know and but the thing is like when people try to shorten my first name, they call me Ose. And because they call me Ose, that's my dad's actual short name. And I'm like, nah, I'm not going to do that. But then on self like realization and, you know, being real with myself and like taking ownership of the things that I want to take, you know, I want to like be accountable for and, you know, try to like make myself feel comfortable in my own skin. I'm like, you know what? I can go by my name. This is my name. It is my name. And the thing about a name is it's so powerful. We don't really realize how powerful it is because when you, when you're just like what council meeting was set up to name yourself? I'm I'm Igbo and um I mean Igbo Nigerian and when you name a child, you don't name a child immediately. You wait a few days before you name a child. The reason for that is preparation. It's you know there's thought put into a name like because this is your identity, this is who you are. And I have denied it for so long. But now, trying to take ownership of it, I said, you know what? Call me Luca. And I'm like, my mom was like, what do you mean? I'm like, Luca. Luca is good. I like Luca. Luca is who I want to be. This is who I'm inventing. Not, you know, I don't believe a self is like something you find. I feel like it's something you create. That's my own um, um, perspective. But, you know, argue with me if you want um i think so i'm like yeah call me loka i think loka means you know i started checking for like the meaning of loka like what does that mean i stumbled upon this thing called world so in hindi apparently loka means world and i'm like damn that's it so you know what i did i bought the domain name loka means world <laughs> and then there you would see like all the stuff that i'll be doing with my arts and really just taking Loka and my love for like creating amazing, you know, experiences, poetry, film, um, photography, and just putting all of that together is one of the things I'll be exploring. And because like on the same journey of finding self, um, I started therapy. Yes, I did. I started therapy. Yo, but that that's a 
you know, I, I don't expect like a pluses or anything. I feel like everyone should be in therapy or at least have a safe space where they can have conversations. Um, I think it's very important in the journey of exploring self. And so, um, when I told my mom, I said, hey, mom, I'm starting therapy tomorrow. And, you know, um, she was like, um, excuse me. <coughs> yeah, sorry, I have a bad cough and, you know, it's flu season. And I couldn't get my flu shots. I told you why I couldn't get my flu shots. But I'm, I don't mean to throw shade. I'm just going to tell you why I couldn't get my flu shots. So I couldn't get my flu, sh flu shots because I put in my notice at work and um, I was supposed to get my flu shots the week I put in my notice the next week. And then I couldn't get access to the office because I had put in my notice and I used to work for a security company. For all intent and purposes, if you knew where I worked before, I no longer worked there. I need to update my LinkedIn. I keep forgetting. But I couldn't like update, I couldn't go get my flu shots and then that was it. And I was like, oh, I didn't know I could get in any NHS place. But now I know, but I think I already caught the flu. So like, yeah, it's a whole thing. Um, so yeah, starting therapy. What pushed me to start therapy? Um, Q3, like the last episode I had in July was was me hanging on by a thread. At the end of that, that was like July 24th. And at the end of that episode, like it was like July 30th or um, I think. Yeah, July 30th. I broke down, y'all. Like I broke down. Like I was down in the dumps. I was down. My God. And this was like life was like doing a lot of things. Immigration, there's like work tied to visa. Um when when work like everyone says, you know, congratulations, you know, when, when an immigrant comes in to um to a new job or like you have a job that's making you move everyone is like oh my god congratulations you're doing so well for yourself but what people don't realize is that this person has chosen a life where you're merging life with work so life becomes work and work becomes life so if work is not good life is not good and that's very dangerous in a sense that like i mean if work is good, then you're all right, right? Life is good. But if work is bad, then life is bad. If life is bad, then work is bad. You know what I mean? So either way, if anything is bad on the work front, your life is a bit fucked, right? And this was some of the things I was struggling with because, um, you know, certain times like you would, and this would bring me to like the next thing about like feedback. So I'm not like, again, I'm not trying to, give too much information out because obviously i care about you if you're listening to this but you know obviously i need to be conscious um the, the thing about feedback is feedback is a very good tool right it is amazing to hear someone actually go out of their way to tell you hey look i think you're doing great and i really you know think that you know you could do better if you do this that 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 and it's also something a tool that can be used to oppress the marginalized trust me and i'm quoting um um design babe this is michelle um we follow her on, on on twitter she's a big mitch on twitter and she's like feedback can be used as a tool to marginalize to oppress the marginalized the reason for this is like so feedback is good when it is delivered in a kind way you don't have to be nice like you just have to be kind you have to make sure that you know you're staying on point you're talking about the actual thing that is happening and how it can be improved that's constructive you have to be constructive you don't just like tell somebody your shit and that's the end it's like your shit 
that's fine but here's how you can be less less shit than you are that's constructive but don't please don't tell people that they're shit that's just very rude but a thing about feedback that i found in the last few months is that feedback should go both ways when feedback starts to feel like it's coming from one direction right and the other person isn't only is only in, um is only interested in giving feedback and not receiving feedback then that is a problem that is a red flag and i personally believe that like as a person let me let me backtrack a bit as a person um and if you've listened to the podcast you've probably heard this a, a lot of times um i am a person who has been a self-motivated a lot i'm not self-taught in most of the things i do because i rely on like other people's resources and experiences and i hang out with a bunch of like people to kind of tap into their own experiences but i am very self-motivated and the reason for that is because like i come from a place where like everyone has always expected me to do terribly and somehow somewhere alhamdulillah i'm still here god is good right and um because of the way i've protected this self-motivation like it has failed me a lot it has um, propagated me to like many places and somewhere along this year like at this thing that i protect so much somebody broke it hit me like took it destroyed it i was looking at myself like yo guy we are done that's the end you know like took my took my my motivation and destroyed it you know that beyonce's you will break my soul Yo, that song is my number two this year. Not because I love Beyonce or anything, but because like I had I sang it so much, it turned into a hymn. I was singing it every day on the way to work, singing it every night while I cried, singing it every time I had dreams of Hito, just singing it because I was like, yo, we need to get back. So feedback should always be constructive. At any point, if it feels to you like it is not constructive voice it out like say hey maybe like you know i understand that you know there are things that are concern concerning but like let's approach this in a way that makes me feel less shitty and more more um focused on how i can improve and i'm willing to improve do you see the the way i put this like you don't just say oh stop talking to me stop telling me all the bad things i'm doing but more hey this makes me feel a kind of way and you know i'm a bit um I feel a, a kind of way about this and then maybe we should just like find a way to help me please help me help myself right which is what you're there for when you are working or when you are in any kind of relationship it should be a uh, growing like you should be able to see the growth or feel like you know there's psychological safety enough to even say hey um you know give the feedback on how the feedback is given and the, the I, I tweeted this I tweeted this like um, two days ago, because I was wa- I was walking with my friend, shout out to Ore Oji, um, and then we were at this burger place up in Preston, um, and I just tweeted this thing because it came to mind. And I was like, I need to say this because if I don't say it, like I feel bad. So I, I tweeted and I said, um, the truth is, a lot of people will tell you who they think you are, and that's fine. Opinions are valid to the human speaking them. Like anyone that says something to them, like they have justified it in some way. It might not be logical to you, but it's logical to them. So they've justified it. It is valid to whoever is speaking it. But you need to learn to filter, take the honest feedback. 
introspect that's like a very like introspect like say hey this thing i've heard like let me see uh-huh how can i fix this does this make sense like be honest with yourself huh? and then leave the bs like leave the bullshit just be like yeah this this is that yeah leave the bullshit and sometimes like if you're not able to do this process you can mirror it against someone you trust like say hey do you think this 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 that 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 just try to mirror it against someone that you trust their opinion because it's important for you because somehow in this whole thing i was going on in my life at this time i didn't mirror i didn't do any of that i just absorbed everything i didn't introspect i just took everything and that damaged me i'm telling you like it was it was bad um and you know the thing about like fighting animals like you you kind of fighting animals are more a danger to themselves than to others or to others than themselves i forget how that line goes it's a line from um caleb femi's poem slug house go check that out if you're here you know that i'll be quoting things these this is what i do but yeah um you kind of tune into your animalistic tendencies and you know start to like panic and do everything you probably shouldn't be doing and then it becomes a, a bigger issue and now there's a bunch of stuff that you've already done that you need to apologize for and there's a bunch of stuff that you've done out of panic and that you still need to apologize for and take ownership for and this is like insane but it would help if you just like pause ask that this thing go both ways be have the psychological safety enough to be able to say hey um let's let's review this but also this is a different episode like this is like communications and stuff but that's what that snippet of on self-development is and because of how bad this experience was for me i was like you know what i'm gonna have to go to therapy like i have to I have to speak to somebody that's a professional that can help me because one day I'm walking imagine on the central line just like the train is coming and you're just like would it be bad you know if I wasn't here <laughs> you know you know just that thought but I'd, obviously not suicidal or anything just that thought and then you know you you go through like this whole thing and then shout out to my my friends that were here for me like I really appreciate y'all like you know yourselves if you're not here, you know. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. But like, shout out to my friends that are here for me. I really appreciate them. Like telling me, you know, this is a phase. Like you kind of need to go through this phase to be able to like grow. And I was grateful for that. And that brings me to like the next part of this episode on friendships. So there's something that I found, right? In this year, I found that's really interesting to me is adult friendships, right? I say adult friendships not to be like, you know, I'm old or anything, but if you remember how like you made friends in primary school, like I was telling my friend um, Chidera, I call her Oirinea, but Chidera, Oirinea in Igbo means um, she resembles her mother. Um, I was talking to her today and I was like, yo, remember how you made friends in primary school? You just kind of walked up to somebody, you played like games with them, you saw them every day for like a term and you're like, you know, this is my friend, you know, your mom like sees your hangout, like, is that your friend? You're like, yes, that's my friend. We didn't really understand the definition of friendship, right? We just kind of just gravitated towards each other. And you notice that when you're on holiday, you're not really speaking to that person anymore, right? Unless you have like phones or your parents know each other, you're not really talking to them. When you see them again in school, it's like, hey, how's it going? Tell me all about your week. And then that's how like we kind of learn to form friendships and we just kind of grew up with that right i went to boarding school i did six years in boarding school and some of my closest friends are because we went to boarding school together and we gravitated towards each other in that environment in a controlled environment 
However, as adults, you kind of need to define a lot of things, right? Um, adult friendships are a lot different in the sense that they rely on this thing that I have chosen to call the vibe. <laughs> and the thing is, um, the you know that um, when you got the yams, what's the yams? But I've, I've tried to like just say the, the vibe is the power that be, like I said in the beginning. The vibe is like that feeling in your gut that tells you like this is home, this is a safe space, or like you know this is where I can like you know say my opinions or like maybe not. And the the thing that I've seen is that like because personally, like me, I've while trying to understand this thing to be able to say it to you, I've I've struggled with with adult friendships, right? Um, defining like where where you are as friends versus like what this person is thinking versus like oh did they, did you call me or like did you not call me or like you know those kind of things like trying to define like boundaries and setting like healthy boundaries like psychological safety is important because like it breeds mutual respect respect of like the time the person's time the person's space and the, their boundaries and if, even if you meet people that don't necessarily have boundaries just trying to make them respect yours like not make them respect but just tell you that you know like for example oh let's hang out totally i'm open to hanging out but i have to go home at eight right and just you know that being sure that that person is going to feel not feel like you're ditching them but also understand that you know you have stuff to do that's why you're doing that and in this year i've had a lot of like conversations with different acquaintances and like friends and you know and i used to think that acquaintance was a bad word i'm like i don't want to tell somebody i'm acquaintance but the truth is that you know, sometimes like, yeah, I, I mean, I see you, we, we hang out, but like, we're not really close like that. And that's fine. You know, like, I respect you as a person, but like, I'm not about to, you're not, on the, you're not the person I'm calling when like, when she sits in the fan, you know what I mean? And that's, that's also, that's also good because it helps you kind of like lower your expectations or like keep your expectations in check based on who you're speaking to and how you're speaking to them and understanding that like, you know, you can't be everything to everybody that's a j cole line there you go boom dropping lines from songs i listen to all year so understanding that you can't be everything to everybody and just like creating the space for friendships and making sure that you know things are defined and, and, and I, I mean what definition means can be many different things like you could literally ask somebody hey um i care about you and i feel like you know we vibe like let's be let's be friends right and then that that could spark a friendship or really just like letting friendships grow as they should and sometimes like some people confuse duration of friendship to like the strength of friendship like it's not equal <laughs> i know certain people that i met in a month and we, we vibe on so many levels it's like where have you been my whole life and then there are people that it took a, a lot of time and correcting and learning and understanding to build a relationship but the point of this is that with adult relationships you need to build it if you don't build it, it just it just disappears we're not in a controlled environment like we're not going to like always see ourselves every time and be like you know what we're friends so you kind of need to make it work and that's something that I have learned and I feel I think you know going into the new year you kind of need to make your relationships work and this is it could be relationship with your partner or with your with your closest friends or even with like strangers and you know just how you navigate it with healthy boundaries and making sure that you're not taking 
away from yourself in a way that you you don't you're not able to give because you feel like you need to you need to um overdo or overshare um yeah so yeah um the last thing for me from from me is on hobbies and nerding out about what you do so i used to i used to do this thing where like i would be like a separate person at work i mean a separate person at you know life <laughs> when like uh for example we like when i started this podcast it was called fighting balance and the whole idea was like i want to find balance between me being um me being obina the engineer and obina the creative but i'm like oh sorry loka because now at the end of this thing please call me loka if you see me on the road like say hey hi loka how you doing i will definitely be so happy because i'm trying to you know obviously i've introduced myself to Obina to everybody but trying to like push for people to call me by my my first name um at least the version of my first name that i find acceptable i'm just asking nicely please um so if you if you like you know separate yourself from work or this i find it i found it very stressful because for example i would have when i um i would have friends from work i would say hey um what are you doing after work and I, i'm like oh, i'm not about to tell this person like where i'm going <laughs> but the truth is that you um my friend tanaka says this a lot she's like oh you should definitely like have work colleagues like buddies and stuff I'm like yeah i'm going for a poetry recital they're like hey we want to come cheer you on and i'm like cool all right cool thank you you know um I, ah when i spoke about being an immigrant my friend has a show i should plug that there it's called the perfect immigrant and if you're in dublin go check out the show it's by samuel yakura i'm waiting for him to bring it to the uk so that you know i could carry it on my head like a granite seller because that's what i do i like to have my friends up i love it when people just like do their thing i don't i might not even know you and i'll be your biggest fan right like um there's this artist called bao he, he did this song called um same team and this one starts with text f first one your gym and to be honest like i don't know him but every single time he posts something i re i repost i'm jumping i'm blasting the songs i'm putting my friends on that's the kind of person i am right i just like to cheer for art for anybody i don't even need to know you i don't even need to like i've, I've shared bowel stuff so much somebody dm me like bro do you know this guy personally i'm like I don't know him. If I saw him on the tube, I would not even, I might not even say hi, which is something that is weird about me. Um, but yeah. Um, so yeah, nerding out about what you do, like don't try to separate yourself, bring your whole self to work, right? Like bring your whole acceptable, <laughs> maybe, okay. Acceptable is not the word. Bring your whole self to work. That's it, full stop. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but yeah, that's, I feel like, it's important to to be who you are in every point at every point and kind of just like obviously being who you are doesn't mean like you should be rude to people but be who you are don't let people like um make you feel less of who you are because that goes a long way to affect other parts of your life you might think it's segmented but it goes to affect other parts of your life like through the time when you know things were going to to hell when I was being the perfect immigrant, <laughs> um, it it made it it made it very hard for me to navigate a lot of things. Like my relationship was going to, sh to shit. Everything was just going everywhere. You know, you're just trying to you're trying to scrap and save save everything, but at the same time, everything is going through the cracks. And um, 
it's because you're segmenting. Just be, be yourself, right? You know, do, do the things that you do best. And on that note, I'm going to say, you know, um, the last thing I want to talk about is meeting your heroes. So this year, I met and had the chance of performing some poetry with one of my favorite artists ever, Caleb Femi. The thing is, I've listened to Caleb since 2014. And for me, Caleb has been the same person, right? Like I've never, you know, when you just put somebody in a time capsule and think that they're the same age. So when I met him this year, I, di- I didn't realize that five years had gone by or like more than five years had gone by. And, you know, I'm talking to him I'm like, yo, remember that poem? Remember that dog? I'm so nerdy now. I met him at ULC, um, UCL, UCL, University College London. Yes, UCL. And, you know, we're talking, I'm like, yo, I love your poem, you know, because I've met him before. It's not like I'm, this is the first time I was meeting him. I met him before, but, you know, I was just, I was nerding out. And he embraced me as a friend. Do you get what I mean? He said, you know, my guy, you know, come by the crib sometime. We're doing this, that, 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 that. He took me out on my birthday, gave me, took me to, to what you call shops, like house party, you know, that kind of thing. It was really nice. Like, I felt like, you know, part of the team. And that was like very interesting for me because... Usually people tell you don't meet your heroes, right? But you kind of like realize that when you meet your heroes, and I'm doing air quotes, they're people, they're human beings. They're like, they're, they're you. Like if you have 24 hours in a day, your heroes have 24 hours in a day. Or the only person that has more than 24 hours in a day is Beyonce or Michael B. Jordan or Jay-Z. Do you get what I mean? They're people that have a special contract. Don't mind me, I'm, I'm, I'm joking. But um, everyone has 24 hours in a day and if you're waking up at eight, your heroes are waking up as well. So meeting them as, as a person, I mean, there's still that starstruck like moment, but like you could still be like, hey, what's going on? You know, I didn't play it cool, but at the same time, I love, I really appreciated how much Caleb like just made me feel like, you know, bro, what's going on? You know, very calm. We hung out a while. Um, we went to, I, I read like a poem in Peckham, which was really nice. His, his poetry, not mine, but like his poetry, he just featured me and it was really nice. It was one of the highlights of my year. And that really just propelled me to like do some some work on my own craft. And I also spent a lot of time with Jolade Olusoya, who's an OG. I, I saw Jolade four times in a month. That's a record. Cause I didn't see this guy in a whole year. And that was like very interesting to me because I would ask him like I asked like questions like I would ask a lot of questions um be like hey what do you what do you do when like this when the, um this goes this or like that that happens with like because Jolade is a is a is a film is a filmmaker and he's also like a director so like I would ask him hey how do I how do I navigate this this situation or how do I like you know get better photos or like get better get better things and Jolade would just tell me like Obina start with what you have like write the shit poems take the shit photos just do what you're doing just do it that's that's the end and with that i'm going to leave you all with like some lessons that i've learned the first one obviously is start with what you have whatever that means to you start from where you're standing those dreams those aspirations those everything start from somewhere start from where you're standing that's it because if you don't take the first step you're not going to move so start from there and it's all right to try new things. The second one is it's all right to try new things without knowing what you're doing, right? Press the buttons. What does this button do? If, you, if you're as old as me and you've seen Dexter's lab, you know, what, you know what DD does. But, you know, it's okay to poke around and figure it out. Stand on the shoulders of giants. Again, there's a Jay-Z line. The man standing on the shoulder of giants can see much further than the giants. So I let these people stand on my shoulders. You know what I mean? So like, 
if you're a giant, let people stand on your shoulders. If you're not a giant, please stand on the shoulders of giants. Whatever that means to you, YouTube, whatever, check out or get inspiration. And being a fly on the wall is all right, right? Ask the dumb questions while you're at it. Like be that fly and ask dumb questions. Like don't even allow anybody to stress you. I hung out with a couple of senior engineers this year, Sunil Pai, Johnny, um, Ellie, these amazing people, John, and I've just asked them a bunch of questions. Like I asked the, see, I'm, I'm the kind of guy that would ask like the, the most stupid questions. And sometimes it's, it's counterproductive. People think I don't know anything, but like the truth, <laughs> the truth is that I kind of know, but I just need clarification. I just ask people like, what do you do in this? Or like, how do you, how did you, you know, I'm, I'm a fanboy in a way, but like I'm smart. Like I'm taking the notes because I want to understand what, what's happening from your perspective. So ask that dumb question and share your work. And I'm going to take my own advice because next year, look at means world. Take care of yourselves. Peace.